0: the Black Information Network.
1: This is the BIN Daily
2: Update. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.
1: Residents at Brightview senior living communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity.
3: Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled, going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long
4: I'm Vanessa Tyler.
6: And I'm Mike Stevens on the Black Information Network.
7: President Trump leaves his hospital bed for a photo op, wearing a mask and driving around the hospital in a motorcade, waving to supporters camped out in front of Walter Reed to prove he's recovering, then returning to his hospital suite. He's been tweeting too, but not all of Twitter has been kind. Tweets wishing the worst for the president have been taken down. Twitter says posts that wish or hope for death, bodily harm, or fatal disease against anyone will not be allowed. Ever since it was learned Trump contracted COVID-19, social media has been inundated with posts bashing him for downplaying the use of masks, even downplaying the disease itself. Even though some are not wishing him the
6: best, doctors say the president is doing well and doctors say he may be able to continue his treatment at the White House. Communications surrounding Trump's health and how bad things were have been mixed, forcing doctors to now admit they were trying to paint a rosier picture that was misleading. With more transparency now, doctors reveal just how much medicine is being pumped into the commander-in-chief.
5: And we continue uh, to plan to use a five-day course of remdesivir. In response to transient uh, low oxygen levels, as Dr. Conley has discussed, we did initiate dexamethasone therapy, and he received his first dose of that yesterday, and our plan is to continue that for the time being.
6: Not to say the president's liver and kidneys are continuing to function well, but they won't say if lung scans show any damage.
5: Consistent
7: throughout those grand jury tapes released by Kentucky Attorney General Daniel Cameron is the Louisville police testimony that even though the warrant was issued as a no-knock, police claim they knocked and announced
1: What's
7: That's the voice of Detective Michael Nobles, who said he knocked and announced several times. Problem is, most of the neighbors didn't hear that. And Brianna Taylor's boyfriend maintains he and Brianna definitely didn't hear it. Kenneth Walker saying all they knew was someone's breaking down the door.
6: Democrats on the Judiciary Committee say the positive COVID cases of committee members is enough to delay the Supreme Court confirmation hearings. But it appears that chairman, Senator Lindsey Graham, is going with them anyway. They're scheduled to begin October 12th. Two Republicans on the committee, Senator Mike Lee from Utah and Tom Tillis from North Carolina, have COVID-19. Other Republican members on the committee also attended that White House Rose Garden event, welcoming nominee Amy.
2: BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and... Starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.
1: Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living assisted living and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events chef prepared meals safety and security transportation resort style amenities and high quality care everything you need is here discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com equal housing opportunity
0: tired of restless nights meet lisa the sleep expert
6: Coney Barrett, after which a number of them announced they were positive for COVID-19.
7: A black mother and her young boys appeared to be the target of a hate crime in their small California community. Police in Turlock, California, are looking for who sprayed the N-word on one of their backyard fences and set fire to another. The vandal doing it in the middle of the night. It could have killed people because where the fire was is where my cousin and her two kids sleep. Luckily, Teresa Rowland and her sons, ages 11, 12, and 14, were not injured. If there is any good news here, it's that her neighbors were so disgusted by what happened, they gathered together and built the family a brand new fence. I'm Vanessa Tyler along with Mike Stevens on the Black Information
4: Network.
2: Offer ends 3 subject to availability. Visit princess.com for details. Copyright 2021, Princess Cruise Lines Limited. Ships of Bermudan and British Registry.
6: I'm Mike
1: Stevens.
7: And I'm Vanessa
2: Tyler on the Black Information Network.
1: I urge everyone listening today to not lose sight of the fact that a life has been lost
6: That's Kentucky Attorney General Daniel Cameron, who decided not to charge any police officers with the death of Breonna Taylor. Since he made that statement a few weeks ago, some, but not all, tapes of grand jury proceedings have been released. The tapes show police interviews of Louisville officers who were part of the raid that ended in Breonna Taylor's death show their memories about what happened are cloudy or just plain wrong. The recordings and transcripts from the grand jury case show investigators often did not press officers on ink inconsistencies in their statements. They talked about a shadowy figure. There were rumors of a rifle being involved and an ambush and none of those things were accurate. One officer called Breonna Taylor a drug dealer. No drugs were found in her apartment after she was killed by police.
7: Atlanta's first African-American police chief is dead. George Knapper Jr. has been called a trailblazing lawman who was appointed to his position in 1978. He led the department through the painful Atlanta child murder crisis. He created white-collar crime in special investigations units. He was also one of the founders of the National Organization of Black Law Enforcement Executives. He passed away. Way at the age of eighty one in Southwest Atlanta. May Akeisha Lance Bottoms called Napper a brilliant teacher and leader.
6: The Syracuse New York chief of police is under fire for keeping officers on the payroll, even when they weren't working a shift. Black Information Network's Nicole Wilson has that.
7: The auditor in Syracuse is taking a closer look at the books and will investigate a department policy that allowed the police officers to keep getting paid even when they weren't on the clock. According to the chief of police, demand for patrol officers went down at the onset of the coronavirus pandemic, so he'd send them home with pay. It cost the city almost $227,000, and according to Syracuse.com, the department dished out more than $850,000 in overtime costs during the same time frame. Members of the city's Common Council expressed concern about the expenses and asked the auditor to step in and review the policy. That's Nicole Wilson reporting.
6: Michigan's attorney general will no longer enforce Governor Gretchen Whitmer's executive orders after the Michigan Supreme Court determined laws related to COVID-19 are unconstitutional. The court says she does not have the authority to extend or declare states of emergency as it relates to the pandemic. However, supporters say the measures the Governor Whitmer put in place like wearing face masks, adhering to social distancing requirements, and staying home when sick have been considered effective at saving lives, and it's hoped Michigan residents will still follow those measures voluntarily.
7: New York Governor Andrew Cuomo is sending a care package to President Trump, who's in the hospital being treated for COVID-19. The gesture is to wish the president a speedy recovery. The package is filled with numerous New York-themed items, like New York apples, cider, bagels, cheesecake, and chicken wings from a famous deli. He says he and Trump have political differences, but Governor Cuomo says he knows how it feels when a loved one has been infected. His brother, CNN anchor Chris Cuomo, got sick with the virus earlier this year.
6: I'm Mike Stevens with Vanessa to Tyler on the black information that
8: your money on the Black Information Network. As a generation, millennials have been hit hard financially by the coronavirus pandemic. But although some may have moved back in with their parents or say the pandemic has upended their financial security, they're also the generation that's giving back the most. Nearly three out of four millennials, those ages 25 to 34, have sent some kind of financial aid to family or friends or donated to a nonprofit since the COVID-19 pandemic began. That's according to in AppZell's September Consumer Payment Behaviors Report. The report is based on a survey of over 600 interviews. That's the highest rate among any other generations polled. Gen Z, ages 18 to 24, had the second highest giving rate at 66%, followed by Gen X, ages 35 to 54, and baby boomers, ages 55 to 72. Overall, 64% of Americans say they've sent financial aid at least once since the start of the pandemic. In fact, there's been over $11.9 billion donated globally to COVID-19-related causes during the first half of 2020. That's according to an August report by Candid and the Center for Disaster Philanthropy, which tracks global philanthropic activity. With your money, I'm Doug Davis on the Black Information Network.
4: Still living in 2021 and manually taking notes? There is a better way. Start the new year with otter.ai. Automatically get meeting notes. otter.ai works for virtual meetings like Zoom, Microsoft Teams, and Google Meet. Sign up on the web for free or download in the app stores. otter.ai. That's O-T-T-E-R.ai. When P.T. Barnum's Great American Museum burned to the ground in 1865, what rose from its ashes would change the world. Welcome to Grim and Mild Presents, an ongoing journey into the strange, the unusual, and the fascinating. In our inaugural season, we'll give you a backstage tour of the complex and unusual artifact that is the American Sideshow. Listen to Grim & Mile Presents now on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts.
1: Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview, Dulles Corner, in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls,